our eyes upon the cross and run to him who showed great love and blood for us. Today as we enter into this Holy Eucharist, this Holy Sacrifice of Jesus Christ on this altar, where eternity breaks into time and time breaks into eternity, where we as God's people are invited into the eternal mystery of God, where through Jesus we are wrapped in the Trinity and charged, empowered, enlightened, illumined, awakened to the reality of heaven. See, it's here at church where when you're sitting in these pews today, each of you sitting here and all of you as you sit here in God's house, in His presence, it's here that you're evangelizing the world, that you're touching the world. As China sleeps, America prays. And when America's sleeping, China is praying. In the Catholic Church, at every moment, at every instant, in every second of every day of our lives, the Holy Mass is being offered somewhere on some altar in a Catholic Church. We are a part of a huge, huge family. And this family... The church is called to be aware that we aren't just coming here for ourselves. We don't come to church just for ourselves. You're coming here and you're choosing to be here and worshiping God and giving yourself to God is affecting your family and family tree. Every aunt, every uncle, every brother, every sister, your spouse, your co-workers, your friends. God is pouring light into you so that through you as His vessel, as His bridge, as His channel of grace from heaven to earth, as I said, as eternity breaks into time at this Mass, you are in the presence of God and grace flowing through you flows out to the world. And today in our Gospel, in John chapter 9, we hear the story of the blind man. It's John chapter 9, 1 to 41. And in this story, there's a blind man. And if we look at this story closely and read this story, we recognize that Jesus doesn't touch the blind man just for the sake of touching the blind man. The purpose of Jesus touching the blind man, just as it is is the purpose of Jesus touching you and I, is so that Jesus, through us, can continue to touch others. And call them into faith. God wants to use you as an invitation. It's like God through you is handing an invitation to your aunt, to your uncle, to your cousin, to your brother, to your sister, to your co-worker. An invitation to call and believe. It's a call to faith. Because see, it's through faith. It is through the gift of faith that our eyes are open to see the eternal reality in time. That this life isn't just about me going through life, being successful at work, making money, and being happy, and waiting for my day to go off so that I can on my day off do what I want to do. This life is not just about me and what I do. It's about how God wants to use me to bring His eternal mysteries of life and saving love to the world. We have been baptized, meaning... You and I have stepped into Christ. He's called us and we've stepped into Christ. We've been empowered through baptism. We have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Do you call on the Holy Spirit each day? This is a question I'd like you to think about. When you get up out of your bed, you say, Holy Spirit, I invite you to be with me as I prepare for work. 
Holy Spirit, I invite you to be with me as I drive to work. And then at your lunchtime, Holy Spirit, I invite you to be with me during my lunch break. Giving God permission. But that requires an act of faith. You've got to exercise the gift of faith. Holy Spirit, be with me in this difficulty I'm having with this employee or this employer. Holy Spirit, will you pray with me? Will you help me? Will you empower me to be a good dad, a good mom? You see, it's a constant throughout each and every moment of every day, a constant invitation to invite the eternal into time. You and I invite heaven to earth. We call on the Holy Spirit. And in a bit, as I extend my hands over the offertory gifts, which symbolize your lives, it symbolizes your life. And as I extend my hand over those gifts, you'll hear me pray those prayers. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's through the Holy Spirit that the gift of your life, your time, your talents, the gift of you, is transformed into the body of Christ. And what does the body of Christ reveal to us? It reveals the eternal, visible, the eternal invisible love becomes visible. The internal, inaudible love becomes audible. The eternal, untouchable love becomes touchable. The eternal, unseeable love becomes seeable. Jesus Christ is the Word of God made flesh. And you and I are called to let Jesus continue to live His mysteries in and through our life. Think about it. Look of all the people here in the pews right now. Think of how many people are here. The pews are full. It's a packed church. Think about this. So you have all these people here. After Mass, you and I are going out to all parts of this city. Think of how many people can touch God through you and I. Some are going to eat. Some are going home. Some are going to visit family. Some are going to watch the game later today. You know, we have all these people here at church. And you're just, as I said when I started, your being here is you receiving God's love and presence. Think of light. When you're in the presence of the sun, you can't, you can't avoid it. it. It hits you. The sun, the light hits you and it affects you. So being in the light, being in God's presence, coming to church is coming into God's presence. And when you're in God's presence, God is radiating. He's charging you. This church is like a big battery charger for God. The church is God's battery charger. And you and I are choosing to set, if you will, in this battery charger. And we're plugging into this altar where heaven and earth meet. We're plugging into the eternal mystery. If we look at the crucifix, we see what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. But what Jesus did continues to be made present at every Mass so that every generation can join their life to what He did on Calvary. See, Calvary is in time, but it's outside of time because God is in time, but God is eternal in the person of Christ. And so we, through coming to church, step out of time, enter into eternity, and we are charged with heaven so that when we leave the church, go forth, the Mass has ended. 
to love and serve the Lord. Go forth to love and serve the Lord. What's that mean? That means that you and I, being charged with heaven, touching eternity here at this altar, go forth out into the world to share heaven with everyone we meet. So the story of the blind man, like our story, God touched us. Today we have the RCIA here before us. Each of these RCIA members have been touched by God. They witness to the rest of this community. These RCIA members are here with us today witnessing and saying, I believe, I want to be a Catholic. I want to follow Jesus. Because I believe that the Catholic Church has the true living presence, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. I want that. I want the Eucharist, the living God. The same God that walked the earth 2,000 years ago and died on that cross is truly present here in that tabernacle. And soon, this same living God, through the invocation of the Holy Spirit by the priest, who is Jesus in me, over the gifts, make Jesus present on this altar. And so what we see as bread is the body of Christ in faith. We know that this is no longer bread after it's blessed by the priest and consecrated. It's the body and blood of Christ. I hold this piece of bread up. You see it? Bread. Right now, this is just bread. But in a bit, on this altar, through the power of the Spirit, this piece of bread will no longer be bread. It will be the body and blood of Christ. The blind see through faith. It's through faith that you know that this is the body of Christ after it's consecrated. That it's no longer a piece of bread. And that wine is no longer wine. It's the blood of Christ. Your eyes are opened. You are awakened to the eternal. Your calling in this life as men and women is more than going to work, coming home, watching TV, reading the newspaper, waiting for your day off, going to the park, whatever, going shopping, whatever you do. It's not just that. You were designed to communicate heaven to the world. And unless you receive heaven, which you were designed to do, you're designed by God to receive Him so that you could give Him to the world. And so the blind man today was blind, but now he sees and he believes Jesus. He believes in Jesus. Well, the Pharisees that were persecuting this blind man didn't see Jesus, even though he was in the flesh. When you and I in a bit look up and see me holding up the consecrated host, and the consecrated chalice of wine, which become the body and blood of Christ. When you see the body and blood of Christ being lifted high on that altar today, what do you see? Do you just see bread and wine? Or do you exercise your faith and see the eternal mysteries made visible to us? The Pharisees failed to see Jesus. The people in the day that walked with Jesus didn't see Him, but those who allowed Jesus to touch them was able to see Him. And so I encourage you today to let Jesus touch you. You know, if we can't see Jesus here in the Eucharist, we won't see Jesus in our spouse, in our husband, wife, family, friend, co-worker. We won't see Jesus 
in the weak, the poor, the handicapped, the unborn, the elderly, the sick. We won't see Jesus in the least of the world. And so, those considered by the world to be less than are exactly those who call us to believe that God entered into all of humanity. We must be stronger. We must be more courageous to look into the life of our brothers and sisters and see every human person and their dignity as a person that houses the living God and a person that deserves to be loved and treasured, a person that's called to live forever in eternity and communicate this eternity to everyone they meet. So let's pray today for an end to this violence of abortion. Let's pray today for an end to the blindness of the world that we can see. Let's pray today for uh, an end to the slumber, the sleep of humanity that fails to awake and recognize who they are in their greater calling to not just live this life and do what I want, but to live this life for eternity. So we as a community today are on a spiritual journey, and the RCIA today are her witnesses saying, I believe. And so let's let their witness touch us. Let's let God use them to touch us, to invite us to be more fervent in our faith. Let's pray for one another. God bless you. Christ is risen from the dead, trampling over death by death. Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave. Christ is risen from the dead, we are one with Him again. Come awake, come awake, come and rise up from the grave.
friend. 